Hello, friends. Happy New Year. It's 2022. Congratulations. You did it. This is Lindsay here, and I just wanted to record a little pre podcast audio for you and say hello, congratulate you on your fresh start for this fresh new year. Today for the podcast, Kelly and I wanted to do a re-release. We're re-releasing episode one of the podcast, which is who we are and how we got here. <laughs> we we uh, we find great value on reflecting, reflecting on what we've been through, reflecting on how we got through it, reflecting on what was super useful for us and the lessons within those challenges. Because guess what? That's how we got here. That's how we got to permission to explore. And that's why we love doing what we do to help others in those experiences, to help others move through those experiences to come out on the other side, hopefully a little more resilient, a little more confident in themselves, a little more self-trust, and a little more love and compassion for yourselves so that you are able to give that love and compassion to others. And what a great way to kick off a new trip around the sun, so to speak, this next year in 2022. So if you're new to us, perhaps you've just started listening. This is a re-release of episode one. Perhaps you've been listening for a while. Maybe episode one rings differently for you now. Now that you've gotten to know us a little more and gotten to know what we're about a little more, take another listen to this episode and, and see if you can connect those ties, connect those dots. And see if it resonates in your life in a way that may be helpful for you in these changes that you want to make in 2022. So on behalf of Kelly and I, the Permission to Explore family, Happy New Year, everyone. We're glad you're here. Hi there. I'm Lindsay Schwan. I'm Kelly Franks. And this is Permission to Explore, the podcast. We're combining our three decades in the fitness industry, decade in the wellness and coaching industry, and our lifetimes of spiritual and self-development journey to support you in making yourself a priority in your own life. This podcast is a combination of health science, brain science, mindset magic, and fun, all rolled into one and gives you permission to explore you. What drives you? What do you truly want for your life? How can you make that happen? What's really holding you back? If you're tired of the people-pleasing, overdoing, overcommitting, and the exhaustion that comes from it all. If you're wanting more time for yourself, more joy, more peace in your life, then stick with us. We're here for you. This is Permission to Explore, the podcast. And we're glad you're here. Now let's explore. That was so good. <laughs> I love that that's how our podcast starts out. That was so good. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I'm Kelly. Welcome to Permission, Permission to, to Explore. explore. Oh, that was good. Uh, we didn't even plan that. <laughs>
This is going well. This is going swimmingly. <laughs> well, hi. Uh, like I said, I'm Lindy Kelly, and we are here. We're on a mission to help women suffer less, less stress, less anxiety, less overthinking, less overdoing, and find more joy and peace and calm in life. That's what we're here for. Kelly, how do you do that? Well, wow. <laughs> that was very well, Lindsay, I do. <laughs> um, I am a Pilates teacher. I have been teaching for about 12 years. I help women find their strength with movement. That's my vehicle to um, help them get out of their minds and get into their bodies. That's what I say too. Yeah. Um, and I truly feel like Pilates is the way to help you feel better. Um, if you feel better, you do better. That seems pretty straightforward, Kel. Yep. Uh, do you have any modalities, specialties? Pilates. <laughs> I also teach bar. I'm also a bar teacher, pre and postnatal. Um, I'm a postnatal uh, specialist. Pilates specialist. And just to clarify, like postnatal, we often think, you know, immediately after birth, but um, for many, many mamas, you're feeling the effects for a while. Yeah. It can be years and years and years. It can be 18 years. It can be 18 years. <laughs> Feel the effects of that. Externally as well as internally. <laughs> so that's how Kelly helps. That's people. how I help. The people. I, like my friend Kelly, uh, began in fitness world 12 years ago as well. In a different realm, I started in Zumba world. Uh, also similar, get out of your heads and into your bodies. But I started in Zumba because I did not like to exercise. I just like to dance. It worked, right? <laughs> but as you'll soon discover as we head into this, uh, I don't just teach Zumba any longer. It's evolved, mm -hmm. evolved into personal training, Pilates, yoga, bar, TRX, all the, all the modalities. I have the attention span of a four-year-old. <laughs> so, when it comes to fitness, I like to switch it up, right? Yes. I like to switch yeah. it up. But I also discovered in that process that it's not really about the exercise, it's what we think about the exercise. It's what we think about ourselves. It's the habits that we've created, such as my habit is I don't exercise, <laughs> right? And, and the behaviors behind the behavior, mm -hmm. which is how I came into health and wellness coaching. So I'm a certified health and wellness coach as well. And that's what brought us here. We want to bring to you the the processes and the creations we have around health science brain science mindset and like we said fun and joy movement movement mm -hmm. that's a health science mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it's also brain science right and uh, when we can do that, well, one way that we do that is through our permission to explore retreats, but we also want to bring that to you here mm -hmm. to help you and reach you where you're at right now. So we thought a good way to get started is to introduce ourselves 
tell you who are we? How'd you get here? What are you doing? Uh, so I'll kick it off yes. because um, mine's pretty simple. Mine's <laughs> slightly more well, complicated. More complicated. <laughs> uh, both of us tend to have to learn our lessons a few times yes. to get us to these points. Um, so if you are a overthinker, overdoer, overfunctioner, if you're over it, doing all over. the things, mm -hmm. uh, if you're a people pleaser, if you're a perfectionist, if you're a procrastinator, stick with us. <laughs> Hang on. You may, you may <laughs> discover some things that may be useful. Uh, so our journey started like together really 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Both of us worked in a corporate job. Now you don't know us quite yet, but um, it's not the best situation for us, especially her. <laughs> I have the attention span of a four-year-old. Um, you know, I, I took a corporate job because mm -hmm. it was a good place to work. They had benefits. It's where you should go work. A lot of people want to work there. You should go work there. Mm -hmm. So I begrudgingly applied and somehow got hired. I still don't know how I got hired. It makes zero sense to me. But um, lesson number one, if it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it. <laughs> no matter what other people say, it's a great place to work. You should go work there. That's not your priority criteria. Don't do it. Uh, I felt sick to my stomach every single day that I went to work. Every day nauseous. It suddenly went away when it was time to go home. Crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, do I regret this? Absolutely not. Because I met this lady there. I firmly believe I had to go work there to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really do. <laughs> we had cubes across from each other. Uh, we did a lot of walks. Yes. We did a lot of chats. <laughs> and we discovered, oh, you teach fitness classes outside of this? I fitness classes outside of this? I do. <laughs> we should teach fitness classes more. We really love doing this. Yes. So nine mm. months later, I left corporate job <laughs> to go teach the classes. And that's when I got my personal training certification yep. too. Yep. And as I said, that progressed into coaching, more certifications. That's, that's what I do. The end. Kelly, <laughs> tell us how you got here. Again, some of you may resonate with this a little um, more. <laughs> so my journey to this point is a little bit different because um, I was, when I met Lindsay, I was actually fairly newly divorced with two small children. Oh, the kids. Yeah. I complicate the things. Um, and I had been in a very emotionally abusive relationship with my, with uh, my daughter's father. I had stayed in that relationship for six years too long. We were only married six years. <laughs> um, Got it. But you know, we had children and I was trying to save the marriage for the children, even though I was literally dying on the inside. I had tried to leave several times. 
And then finally, I just, the breaking point for me leaving was him telling me that I needed to get help, fix myself. um, And I was welcome to leave, but I could not take my girls with me. And And how old were they? They were five and almost five and three at this time. Once that was said to me, I was like, that's not going to happen. So you're like, I know exactly how to help myself. Yes. And I know exactly how to fix the situation. (laughs) So I, uh, I packed up all the things that we would need for myself and my two girls into my little minivan (laughs) and drove 2000 miles to my sister's. And, um, were you scared? <laughs> were you afraid? I was terrified. Um, terrified. I mean, as soon as I, as, as soon as he realized I had left, he actually, uh, drained Well, he changed our bank account. So I couldn't access money. He cut me off from all credit cards because at this time I was also a stay at home mom. Didn't have a job outside of the home. And so I had access to nothing financially other than, you know, my family that I, that's where I was going, my family to help me. Kelly, I feel like when you say you want to help women find their strength, it's a little, it's a little beyond physical strength. Oh yes. Yes. It's uh. so what, what you were afraid, but you did it anyway. Yes. Why? Because I, because I didn't want my girls growing up seeing a woman being okay with being treated that way. See, it's so amazing. And I love that you say that because I hear a lot of this with female clients mm-hmm. is this idea of, that was the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. A lot of your comedic timing is spot on. Awesome. Yeah. Way to break the tension. Uh, I hear this a lot with female clients in, in marriages, right? This idea of, I wanted to make it work mm-hmm. for the kids. Mm-hmm. And I love that you had that moment of going, but what am I role modeling right. to the girls? Right. What am I, What? because they're especially kids, they're like adults that you can say one thing, but what they're going to role model is the behavior. Right. You could say anything, do as I do, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Man, that's, that takes some balls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was scary. We actually stayed out of state for three months until I uh, had a sheriff show up at my mother's doorstep and serve me with divorce papers, which I wasn't surprised (laughs) not surprised at all. What I was, I think what was really challenging for me is that, you know, being, being the recipient of emotional abuse, he was claiming he was the abused. And that's why he was filing for divorce, you know, because you got to have a reason. Um, She hurt my ego. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, it took a very long time for us to actually get divorced. But during that time, I obviously did have to come back to the state that um, we were living in. And a neighbor said, you know, I have these tapes 
Pilates. I had no idea what she was talking about. Um, and she's like, I think you'd really like it. And I was like, okay, I mean, I need to do something. So she gave me these tapes. It was Mari Windsor mm-hmm. Pilates. Uh, it was a set of three. I know tons of people that have these. <laughs> so if you've got them, so do I. If you've seen Pilates on television, yes, it's this probably it. Mari Windsor. So I had the tapes. I started doing them every day. I would rotate the three of them. Why? Because I needed to do something to make me feel strong and to show my girls they can be strong after something so bad happening to them or, you know, going through something bad that I, I wanted them to see that I was the person I knew I was. And it's, and the, and it's, I, you know, like, it's funny that Pilates is doing Pilates was the thing because it was for me. I was only doing it for me. But it made me feel so good. And I did it, you know, I would do it. I'd get up early. I would do it before the girls got up. I would just have, I would have so much energy. And it was, I mean, it changed me completely, not just like my physical being, it changed me internally. Like it changed how I felt about myself because for the last five, six years, I had been told, you know, whatever, you know, all the things that emotional, emotional abusers tell you, you're not worth anything. Nobody wants you. You'll never find happiness. You can't do do anything without me. You need me, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I realized that I didn't, I didn't need anyone. I need me. I (laughs) I needed me. And I found me through Pilates. It's as if taking care of yourself. I know, right? <laughs> this is my why. Okay. You're safe. Look how good you are. I know. Um, it's as if taking care of yourself and saying, I'm taking care of me because when I am taking care of me, I am able to show up more fully for the girls. Right. I am able to handle all the crap Mm -hmm. much easier. Now I have to ask you this because this is again, something I hear quite frequently. You've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Was it easy and convenient to get up before them to do your Pilates? No, (laughs) no. Most workouts are not convenient. Uh, no, um, no. Even though, even if you get to the point, like Kelly and I joke about this all the time, like it's it's much easier to sit on my butt and drink my coffee and watch Netflix than it is to do the workout. Right. But I know I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And, and then when we can delay that immediate convenience for the long term convenience, right? Mm -hmm. That I know that by doing this, I feel stronger. I feel more grounded. I feel more capable. Mm -hmm. That is more important in the long run than this next episode of a show that I'm binging because I do. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So then what? (laughs) 
I'm riveted by this story. Um, I've heard it so many times. I'm still riveted. I know. Because my friend is awesome. So um, actually, I uh, I found uh, like a Pilates class um, that was actually offered at where we where I was working at corporate. Um, so I was still there uh, and I started teaching uh, or I started taking the class about a year or so after I started taking the class, which funny. So I'd been doing these tapes at home, saw the class and I was like, I wonder if this is like these tapes, just this pilot thing. And it was, <laughs> so I really liked it. And I, to me, it was just like, Oh, this is nice to have like an actual person in front of me. That's telling me how to do these movements. Not that I wasn't thankful for having the tapes at home but it was nice to have somebody in front of me but you can cheat some Matt pilates yeah good. yeah you can <laughs> um so after about a year of taking this class the teacher approached me and asked me if i would ever consider teaching for three months i told her no i avoided her i said no i'm not doing that i ju- i'm just here to for me i'm just here to take this for me i'm curious <laughs> I totally get that I'm here to do this for me. Yes. Was there something else behind that? Um about not wanting to teach? Yeah. Oh, I was terrified. There. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't know enough. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just following the directions that you tell me. Like I started doing this with videotapes at home. I What makes you think I'm qualified to teach a class? Like, how do you even know I'm capable of speaking? <laughs> <laughs> how do you know I'm able to talk? I can't talk. Do you not notice I can't talk? Um, so so you, you were nervous and you did it anyway. Yes. Why? Um, because I wanted, because after realizing that, okay, but it's helping me so much. Why would I not want someone else to feel like I feel? Why would I deprive someone of feeling how I feel doing this? I love that because so often, like, there's so much that we can get caught in our own drama and our own crap and feeling, I don't know enough. I don't have enough. How am I going to start a podcast? I don't have enough to say. <laughs> and yet, that's really just our stuff coming yeah. up. And and my brilliant coach said to me, that's selfish. <laughs> I was like, what? Because that's a that's a thing for me. It's a it's a trigger, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, You know that when you say the vulnerable things, when you share this information, there's always someone that says, oh, I needed to hear this. Mm-hmm. That was really helpful. And you would rather sit in your suffering in your drama about your good enoughs than help people. Yeah. Stop. Get out of your drama. Yeah. Go help the people. Yeah. So so that's what I did. (laughs) So I did. So I started, she kind of took me under her wing and taught me what she could um, without me taking any formal training after I kind of was like just filling in, just subbing here and there for her, she couldn't teach the class anymore because she was pregnant. 
and not that a pregnant woman can't teach a class. It was just her personally. She just didn't want to take that on anymore being pregnant. It's as if stress is bad for pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I eventually took over one of the two days that she was teaching. And then another instructor was doing the other day. So I did one and she did the other. And then that teacher and I ended up working in the same department that we were in. (laughs) So then we connected and she started showing me like this whole Pilates world conferences and training and so many trainings and so many things. And then I, after doing like the teaching at the, at the corporate place, um, then I started through the other teacher. I met another teacher and she had a small studio in our town. And so I started subbing for her at her studio So after doing that for like two years, I finally took actual training. (laughs) Um, So it took two years to go. "Mm, I think I might be good at this. Yeah, it really did. It (laughs) took two years for me to realize that, okay, maybe I do want to do this. And this was after I had met her. I hadn't even taken my training yet. I Um, just think it's so funny. Like, Man, if that's not a perfect example of how we can take on this other stuff from other people and how it we just internalize it yeah. so much and how it has this like ripple effect of like it, you know, I don't I don't trust myself to know mm-hmm. that this is really something I can do. I should probably talk myself out of this. Like, you know. Oh, I'm the master at talking myself out and, of things. And it's so funny. I like the reason <laughs> I started laughing because like our fitness journeys are almost the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm just now realizing this. Yeah. Like I went in after college, went to the rec center and was like, do you have a cardio dance class? Because I don't want to work out. I just want to dance. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we don't, but do you want to teach one? And I was like, okay. Cause I've danced for so long. Yeah. I'm like, I, and I just replicated what I saw at the college, right? Like choreograph a 32 count, repeat. Okay, I can do that, right? And then this thing called Zumba came out. And they're like, do you want to go to that certification? Okay. (laughs) I just went and did it. (laughs) I'm going to teach classes. And then, you know, then it was like, oh, but I need this certification group, fitness certification. I'll just go do that. Oh, now there's a personal training. People asked, are you, will you do personal training? I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. I'll go do that. Right. (laughs) But it's funny because it's the same route. Mm -hmm. Mine shows up like my don't trust myself shows up in get this certification, get this certification. You don't know enough. Maybe this certification compile, 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 but it's still the same route. You know, trust yourself. Yeah you know enough go Mm -hmm. go do the thing yeah so it all went swimmingly and fast i mean just the whole thing was a smooth transition um Ah. nothing (laughs) no issues after that none whatsoever (laughs) i don't understand oh my god (laughs) um so once i took my first training i 
started doing like a training a year because that's kind of what I could afford, um, you know, being a single parent now. And now we're working. And I was working full time. Maybe not for this podcast, but how'd that transition go? Oh, for teaching and working? And going from like not teaching and, you know, stay-at-home mom to... Like, hey, now I've got two young kids and now I got to get a job and support these two young kids. And I'm sure that was easy breezy. Like, oh yeah, maybe not for this podcast. Yeah, (laughs) that's for another one. But, but I was working full time and teaching part time. Like I would just do classes in the evenings on nights when the girls were not with me or weekends when the girls weren't with me or you know, things like that here and there. And then eventually once the girls were old enough to like be at home for, you know, a short period of time alone, I would go and teach somebody maybe early in the morning before work, come home, get ready for work, take the kids to school, go to work, then go back and teach in the evening. So again, super convenient, super convenient. I, Right now, I'm like, I must have just been tired all the time (laughs) because I can't imagine doing that now. Like now, and now all I do is teach. That's my full-time job. Yay. And it has been for the last five years. Now I'm like, you want me to teach you at 7 a.m.? That's a hard no. You have boundaries? I have boundaries. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. But But I love that, like, I remember talking to you at that time and being like, wait a minute, you do like two clients before work and then you go to work and then you do like three or four clients and a couple classes after work. And I remember to being like, why are you still working? (laughs) I'm not the greatest at math. I think... I think you're okay, buddy. Because uh, that's like I think you might be working like five days a week, six days a week uh, at this point. But I love again what you said there is that you're like I must have been tired, but it's the energy behind yeah. you doing. Yeah, it wasn't the early morning Pilates that made you tired. It was the I'm at this job that doesn't inspire me. That's draining. That was draining. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and so it's really interesting how. We have these cues. Mine was, I'm sick to my stomach. I am sick to my stomach, but I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Why am I sick to my stomach all the time? That's weird. Hello? Yeah. (laughs) Pay attention here. Yeah. So now that's what we do. Yep. You teach the Pilates. I teach the Pilates. I teach full time. I teach the Zumba and the circuit and the Pilates. It's not every day. And I I, I alternate these things uh, and primarily coach and we lead retreats so that we can help you face the stuff that's not working for you and figure out how we can make it work for you. Even when it's not convenient. Right. Even when you're scared, even when you're not really sure or you're not really trusting yourself. Mm -hmm. Even when you have all the doubts come up, because I promise you, it's okay on the other side, right? And and as we talk about the resistance you have, the resistance you have to doing something, the fear that you have to do something 
is the amount of gain you'll have on the other side. Yeah. You get through it and you get to that other side and knowing that might not be the easiest, flowiest situation. No, it's not going to go like this. It's going to go like this. this. <laughs> But that's okay. It, it, yeah, it, it'll be everywhere. <laughs> but it's okay. But it's okay. So as we move forward here with our our little podcast, I hope you come back to join us. I let us know if there was an aha in there, something jumped out to you. Let us know if there's something you want to hear more about so, as we develop this. Yeah, something we need forward. to go deeper into. Uh, as we figure this out next week, we will be back with a health episode. What does that mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. We're going to talk about some of the most common things that we hear in regards to health, the most common issues that we hear and the problems that we face that our clients face mm-hmm. um, to help guide you through some of those Uh, And that will be next week's episode. So thank you for joining us. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Leave us what you'd like to hear more about or your biggest takeaways. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. If you have questions, we're here to help. Send us an email. Is there something you'd like to dive into deeper or learn more about? Send us an email. You can reach us at permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you want content like this daily, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Permission to Explore Retreats, as well as our personal handles, Kelly Pilates, that's K-E-L-L-I-E Pilates, and Coach Lindsay Swan is Coach underscore Lindsay underscore Swan. If you type in coach underscore Lindsay with an E underscore S, it'll come up. I know it's a lot. I'm sorry. Lastly, a request, if you would, please leave a review or a positive, empowering, helpful comment. And share with those who you think will find value. If you find value, others will too. We're on a mission to help women just like you step into their personal power and experience more joy in life. Just imagine the impact we can have together simply by sharing. We truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much.